All right. Hello, everyone. Welcome. Welcome to another edition of the Gambit Podcast. I am SoloBase15, here with my good friend Zareth, and we are here to talk about all things Conquest. Um, no, we're going to talk about other things, too, because there was a road ahead this week, and a whole bunch of bug fixes, and a whole bunch of nerfs, and a whole bunch of new bugs that popped up when the old bugs were fixed. Uh, so Zareth, how's how's it going? How are you doing today? <laughs> Good. I'm trying to. I'm just now getting into conquest. Um, I I couldn't break into it until uh this this late, which sucks because I'm trying to grind all the way to to sector three tonight. So um, I need to figure out what the best unaligned force user comp is because I I also did I also did zero uh research. Oh yeah, just doing inquisitors. Oh, well, how do you get kills with Seer and Cal? You don't. You just skip that one? I am. Uh, I mean, in theory, you can put them on a JML squad because you can, with at least one other Jedi, and you can call them. I'm just not doing that because that's not an I'm going to hit auto type of thing once you're into the actual farm. All right. I could dig that. I could dig that. Yeah. Yeah. Um. Don't yeah, believe speak- the lies on the first boss node. Oh, yeah. So since you're just breaking into it, why don't we start this off and give people useful information, the actual information at the start. So Doesn't the first boss... Like us. <laughs> <laughs> right. <laughs> the first boss node says you can't use GLs except CG in their their infinite wisdom said... Um, you know, we're we're going to put that as the description of the feat, and then we're just not going to change the feat from what it was last time. So it's not, don't use GLs. It is, don't use any Ufu, Jedi, or Sith. Oh. So, if you, if you use Jabba, you get the feat. <laughs> okay, so I can use Jabba on the thing that says no GLs. Got it. Yes, yes, yes you this can. Is- this is for the first boss node, like the the mid sector one, or the final boss. Uh, it, it I think it's for both in sector one. Nice. Okay. Um. But yeah, so they they just kind of did the stuff. Um. Also, the night sisters. Fun news. Uh, for the night sisters. Um. Marin has to survive. Actually, all three of them have to survive for that feat. But the good news is the Night Sister team in Sector Two, them applying plague on you, counts. Oh, well, that's nice to hear. Yeah. Oh my yeah. lord! Using Inquisitors with Amplify Agony is crazy. Like everyone just starts with just some yes. extra health. Oh my god! Isn't that great? Yeah. Inquisitors nuts. are going to be my like number one farm team because they start with 100% Terminator and we have Amplify Agony. Oh, uh, balls. This is nuts, yeah. <clears throat> yeah. Kind of fun. <laughs> yeah. Speaking of Amplify Ag- Agony, though, everyone was down in the doldrums because Zealous Ambition was supposed to go away, right? Guess what CG forgot to do? Oh, do we still have Zealous Ambition still this time? <laughs> We do. They just completely oh forgot. They completely forgot to take it out, which is great for us. Um, my I have a build right now with the data discs. That's just it's amplify agony mixed with zealous ambition and a blindside thrown in the middle, and it is 
going to make this conquest very easy. Uh, I will, I will say that. Um, yeah. yeah, I've already gotten to almost to Vader. I'm close to him. This is just using Inquisition and Resistance so far. Super easy. Yeah, th- this feat on it, or this conquest. Last conquest was, I feel comfortable in saying the devil. Like it was just awful. It was so grindy. This conquest, oh. honestly, I, I the, I'm only through sector two, um, but it's honestly not as bad. Um, so that's good. So the question I would wonder then is: Is it because of an effort from CG to make it less bad, or was it by accident? Uh, based on everything else that's going this conquest, I would put good money down that it was by accident. <laughs> that's uh, like not... we we received your feedback and we don't really know exactly what we did. Um, so you might or like you might like the results or not. <laughs> right. <laughs> we certainly didn't act on your feedback. That would be crazy. <laughs> oh man, yeah. It's but I'm hey you know what I'm not gonna argue the feats so there's the calcier feat that's just awful right that one that one sucks that one sucks even for the people that have them at R seven because neither Cal nor Seer really does a ton of damage um, but other than that the feats aren't awful right so I you know. At least, at least there's that. This this set of three conquests should go much easier than the last one, and I'm not going to argue with that. Good. I mean, that's that's the last one was just really frustrating for a lot of reasons. It was. Um, so we don't we don't have to worry about that anymore. Uh, we will just still have to play. Except for my fights now, I mean you're doing them as we speak. the The Inquisitor fights last like ten seconds, if even. Oh, that, I mean that's how I got to Vader. Like I'm fight, I'm right. just logging into Vader right now. Like this is um, well, there's Wampa on the team. This is madness. Um, yeah. But yeah, like that's that's how I got there so fast. Was just uh, it's it's just so crazy. Um like easy i guess like if everything is just uh yeah, yeah. The, the inquisition just destroyed everything they do i you know the hard part in this one is going to be and see money said it in chat is the global feats are um they're tied mostly to the marquees and and unfortunately we have to kind of expect that now where they're just putting putting at least 30 to mm. 40 banners behind the paywall. So they've right. done it like the past three or four conquests and that's a shame, but unfortunately not surprising. <laughs> uh, yeah. Yeah. It's um, well, yeah, it's an interesting thing because uh, the, um, <clears throat> yeah, like, like, Yes, they have the they have the feats required, um, or the the new factions required. Sorry, um, for for all these different feats and everything. However, 
the, the thing I was thinking about was the, the data disks are different than data crons. At least data disks you can put on any worthless character you want. Yeah. Like, right. like you can use them <laughs> with your three-star gear eight Tuskins. Um, right. So, so like Sarah just got her first kill on Professor X with my gear eight Tuskins. Nice. Yeah. And the Marin one. So it's going to require some gear because she has to survive. Mm-hmm. I I have a three-star gear 11 Marin, and I forgot to put mods on her, and I was able to make it work. I did I did Talzin lead with Daka zombie Marin, and then Supreme Leader Kylo was the fifth. Um, and it killed. I did three battles with that team so far, and it it, it did it. So... Just, I mean, she's not cheap to gear. She has lots of Kairos, but you're going to gear her anyway, so at least at least her feet isn't too bad. How are you doing on Zetas? I think we talked about this recently, but... I am back, I'm back up to nine saved. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, I, I have, I think I have eight or nine or so, somewhere in that range as well, uh, but... My alt is struggling, man. I think I have two and a half saved. Like I was gonna go to put them on the um on the Zori squad. I was like, yeah, I'll just throw some Zetas on there. And and I was I was like, oh, I only have two. Like I better not. Like I, I right. just the first time the first time in I don't know years that I didn't just have like an impulsive like, hey, let's let's yeah. put some let's put some Zetas on. And then I was like, oh, I better stop. Like I actually don't have enough. So yeah, crazy to me. Well, we'll see when Saw and Tarful come out <laughs> how much I have left because I imagine both of them are going to have require three, just because that's kind of the going rate at this point. Hmm. Um, <laughs> with which makes me a sad panda because if I have nine saved, that means I only have three saved at the moment. <laughs> Um, (laughs) but yeah um that's zetas zetas have become a real big problem and it's because you know i haven't well bodhi's in chat so he'll update it at some point but i haven't seen this quarter's because he keeps the chart that shows like all the character releases it's got going back way back to 2017 um and so it was five it was five characters per quarter for all of last year um i'm pretty sure that it's six this time like so they just threw in an extra character at us which is why i think and that extra character required three zetas which is why i think it's even more noticeable now than it has been in the past yeah, I mean, yeah, it, it's it's actually it it's an interesting thing that the econ like they they're moving the economy that direction like and they um yeah I I don't I don't really know how it, it would be really honestly it, it would be interesting I always find myself annoyed when I hear like the people like discussing how um 
how they're going to treat our, uh, you know, like, oh, that hey, that's not not good for the economy or for the game economy. And, you know, like they're, yeah. they're like, you can't have this cool thing because I, I my numbers say you can't. And, you know, <laughs> like, it, it frustrates me. But it, it's also a really interesting thing to see how they it would be interesting to see what like, you know, what directives is that person given? Like, right. It is the intent to not let players have, you know, like is Zeta supposed to become rare again? Yeah, that's I, I I don't know. Um obviously I don't know. I'm not in the meetings, but it is it is an interesting thing to look at because it's such an old resource that it's strange that it would be you know, made to be rare again. Right. I do I do wonder how many people have stopped buying Zetas in the fleet store. I've heard mm-hmm. a lot of people say that they're buying anything other than Zetas in the fleet store. Um, and to be clear, that's after they've finished the ships. If you're a new count, I don't mean before you finish ships. But, uh, man, I don't... Every day, every day, I buy my one little Zeta mat in that fleet store, and I will never I will never stop. Because even when I had, I had 20 saved. Coming into this year, I had 20 saved. And thank God I did because we used a lot of them. Yeah, I agree. I I think that that that's what you need to do is save save your zetas. But I mean, buy buy the zetas if you can. Like that that is crazy to me that people have been doing. I mean, I guess I'm not I'm not trying to throw shade or whatever. I like I've had conversations with people actually who have said things like, "No, I guarantee I will never ever run out of zetas." Yeah, and, and I'm like, well, uh, okay, I mean, you might be right, but you you also might just be super wrong, and I don't know why you'd say something that extreme, uh, you right. know, like because because now I'm gonna remember that you were just being a belligerent a hole um, <laughs> <laughs> about something you knew nothing about. <laughs> um, but but like I I don't. I, I don't know, like Zeta's. I guess maybe I've just been in the habit, like that. I. I could see it if the shop had anything other than it's just shards. That's all you can get right. with it. Like, and you can get shards from everywhere else. The only other place you get Zetas, like that, I mean, that is the only place you get Zetas other than, I mean, you get a play from other places, I guess. It's the only place you can buy them though. Yeah. So, uh-huh. yeah. So Bodhi is in the chart and did send, send it. So um, it's interesting because, like I said, his chart goes back to quarter one of 2018. So if you look at quarter one, two, and three of last year, 2022, it was five characters. Quarter four was six. Quarter one of this year was six. So they, they've they kind of increased the drop rate of characters in there, which is, I mean, that's if you want to create a Zeta scare, that's that's how to do it. Increase the characters and have each one have two to three Zetas on them. People are going to lose them real fast. Oh, well, yeah, because we're not talking about... I mean, I know that some people have their piles of, you know, like 600 Zetas or whatever, and they brag about it, and, you know, it's a good trigger photo or whatever. But uh, for the most part... Uh, you know, like we're we're talking about, I think, you know, I, I get, I'll get up into like the twenties sometimes that I could, to- you know, I have like 200 Zetas and I'm like, oh, I could spend some, whatever, you know, but uh, 
I mean, that that goes away real quick. Yeah, right. Oh, yeah. It, well, that's the thing. When it costs 20, it, do, it does. It goes away so fast. And real quick, thank you, Chippy, for the gift subs. Oh, uh, thanks, man. <laughs> like, wish us luck. They're counting on us. Or Chippy's counting on us. <laughs> uh, it's funny, because I didn't realize Chippy could count. <laughs> <laughs> oh, um yeah and so we we already have four new characters ground and so those stats i was giving by the way it's no those aren't fleets like no ships involved that's only the ground characters and we have at least four more coming in quarter two so that means we actually have five for quarter two already announced um uh, well we know we know six total new characters that are coming out oh characters i get like because we're getting yeah. the they're getting the leviathan as well right leviathan so, two more marquees oh actually so yeah we're actually getting there's seven known characters that we're going to be getting right um but and two of them are fleets though so who cares in terms of the zeta conversation oh but, sure 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 okay yeah you're right. um but you know, Jedi Knight Cal is going to have four to five Zetas because that all the hero's journey characters do. Yeah, I mean, it might be three, uh, you know, uh, but but yeah, three minimum, I would say, plus three Omicrons. <laughs> oh, dear right. Lord. Yeah, uh, it hurts yeah. my soul. I, I am so, I am so nervous that Cal Survivor is going to re- like have required like it's going to be like. You have to apply apply this Omicron to access the bonus node or something asinine like that. Like it's just like a it, it, price of passage is an Omicron. Fork it up. Yeah, I don't. So I don't think that they're gonna do that. I just think that they're going to make it so that you need the Omicron. So they're not gonna actively say, "Hey, you need the Omicron." They're just gonna say nothing and then you will need the omicron oh yeah you'll you'll (laughs) fail and then right and people are like oh i applied the omicron and i was fine and the people who were played three are like i applied the omicron and i was especially fine i applied all three (laughs) of them yeah Uh, though um my god have you heard the reports from the the seer cal node that's open now oh i mean so so the the thing people are saying is that it's just not designed for the current Cal. It yeah, it like clearly is win. not. I think I think Maw One was I don't I don't want to undershoot this for them. Actually TJ's in chat, he might know. I think they were like two for fifteen or one for fifteen on it. <laughs> and that's you know right. biggest guild in the game and they went one or two for fifteen right. on They're that node. Big accounts. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, so, which is a shame because that node gives a lot, a lot of the GET current, GET2 currency, which we, I think we talked about that last week. Um, yeah, I mean, that's a nice, a nice little boost. I I wasn't really looking for it, but I'm never complaining about, like, it's a ton of it too. You get like two thousand or something for the whole guild doing it. Don't uh, you? Yeah, it's it's twenty five hundred. Yeah, twenty five. Yeah, it's, it's yeah. A that's lot, no man. joke. That's that's a that's a bunch of Kairos, uh, which we need because we we're talking about the Zetas, and 
even worse than the Zeta Crunch right now is the Cairo Crunch. My God. I I was at what? I was at eleven or twelve hundred of both of them. And I dropped all the way down below four hundred of the light side Cairo. Like whew, that's painful. Yeah, well, I mean, yeah, they're running me out of everything right now. I mean, and you know, as as a as a whale, uh, you know, as a guy who spends money on this game, like it's um, it's little, it, like, you know, uh, you'll have these interactions with people where, you know, you you get you're like, oh yeah, I um, I, I realize you have zero Cairo, but um, because I spend on the game, I have I have like a thousand of each or more, right? You know, and. And you just kind of you kind of just get used to that, uh, you know. It just replenishes <laughs> itself and everything. And, um, I mean, I looked the other day and I was like in the six hundreds of one of them, and I was like, oh my gosh! Like, but it, I know that that sounds like first world problems, and it is, but at yeah. the same time, it's kind of alarming, even even for people who spend on this game. Right. Uh, well, it feels it not feels like it is. Every new character requires. 300 just to get to g12 and if you're releasing six characters a quarter that that's literally 1800 pyrotex every quarter that you need to apply that's not including the g12 to g13 one yeah it's it's a little bit crazy um <laughs> yeah i i don't know i, I still hate Kyrotech, even though i have a, a ton of it <laughs> i'm still bitter i find myself <laughs> By myself, angry. Yeah, you know what I'm bitter about with the Kyrotech? Um, The dark side one never gets used. Like, if you look at the total required between the dark side and the light side, it's like 2,000 or 3,000 more light side are needed than the dark side. Uh, Yeah, like there's there's a leaning toward one more than toward the other, yeah. Which I guess is... Not as bad because the light side Cairo node actually gives you stuff that you can salvage. Um, so it's not right. all bad. It just by OCD, <laughs> it, it triggers me right there. You talk about trigger photos. <laughs> That's there. There it is for me. Well, it's a strange thing because I, I half heartedly farm the uh, the dark side pieces, the keyboards or whatever they're called. Yeah. Um, I, I'll farm those in this the um. The G, the GT two story yeah yeah um yeah. Like, like that's that's where I get them other than like just passively from random things like dailies and stuff but right. um but then I I focus mostly on light side like I'll alternate between doing the uh, light side Kairos and then I'll and then the the light side bayonets sure um, uh and. Like so, so I don't, I don't actually really actively farm the dark side ones, and yet, I like, I still, I just keep up with those just fine. It's the, it's the yeah. light side ones that are that are rough. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. They, they're the ones that I dropped below four hundred on the the dark side ones. I think I dropped to like nine hundred from from twelve hundred. So it was not really a big worry. Um. Right. Yeah. <laughs> Chippy says these guys are wearing the same shirts tonight. They they wore when the Gambit <laughs> logo photo was snapped. 
that's funny. The, the funny thing is, we actually didn't we didn't have this photo snapped. This was just them imagining what we would look like with our arms crossed. <laughs> yeah. Um. Uh, so, uh, speaking of other things, we 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 have a rodent head come. Um. Oh uh, yeah. Well, I guess we did. We're thirty minutes in and haven't talked about yet. Dear Lord. It's it's mostly. A lot of the road ahead was very useful information that isn't worth going over here because it's like they gave the kit for the upcoming raid, which is I'm glad they did. No complaints, but it's, we probably don't need to read the kit on uh you know on the podcast. But right. uh, we should remind people that we're recording this on April 17th. Most people listen to it on the 18th. There are no raids between April 27th and uh, May 4th. So <laughs> plan accordingly. Make sure your guild finishes every raid that you're going to do before April 27th because the raids are just... If you have a raid that's active, it sounds like they're just... They'll be canceled and you'll you'll lose that raid. Um, yep, you'll, you'll regret your life. Yeah, but then May 4th comes and you only have to do one raid at a time. Um, <laughs> there's no more multiple raids going on. Like, oh my god, I signed up for two of the raids and forgot to sign up for the third one. Right. <laughs> Prime Force is out in full force today with <laughs> number of raid-related bugs on May 4th. Infinite. He actually said four plus. I changed it to infinite. But uh, do you trust that release? Do you um, think it's going to go smoothly? I mean, I, I know you want me to say the it, it, no, you know, no, no. I think that, that's an honest question. I, I mean, I I think that there's every possibility that it has all, like it's buggy as hell. Uh, but I I don't know like. What happened with the Rancor raid, last Rancor raid? I feel like that actually was one of the ones that was like, oh, this actually worked just fine. Uh, I don't remember. I mean, it was awful, because that's when we had to line up and the entire right. guild had to get together. Oh, yeah, the, the, me the mechanics of it were awful, yeah. I agree. But I don't remember if it was bugged. I, I don't... We beat it the first time, so I... I tend not to think that it was. Um, yeah, and at least nothing too egregious. I think I think there's a possibility that they get most of it right. Um, and yeah, I I think I don't know. If the, well, who, who really knows? But if there's one thing that they're going to test, it seems like this should be one of them because it's only one thing that they have to test, and there's only like right. five five teams that you have to test it on or test on it. So seems like seems like it should be no problem but yeah I, I mean given their track record lately where everything is bugged forever and ev like they just I, I don't know it's like their quality control people have just uh they're on strike or something yeah lately so yeah i, I don't have much confidence i i have hope i guess and that's uh maybe foolish of me but i would i would like it if they released something with no bugs because They've done that. There's been entire years in a time 
almost where there was like almost no bugs or new bugs released. No, like, no big bugs. Yeah. Right. Um, and obviously this the, that year is well past us, but yeah, well, I, I hope so. What do you think? I think there's not a chance in hell that there's not, it's not bugged. <laughs> right. That's, um, I figured. because, well, every single, every single release that they've had right. over the past four months has been mm-hmm. bugged. Every single one. Um, every single one. Uh, but I, as long as the rewards are fine, I don't care. Let it be bugged. Um, right. Well, I mean, they do a pretty decent job of not halting our progression for things like, like if if it's bugged and they're like, "Sorry, guys, you can't even complete it." But yeah. usually they'll send a thing that's like, "Here, here's the max rewards," or you know, "Here's the rewards we think you would have gotten." Like, and and it's right. usually it's usually pretty close. Like, ah, uh, maybe we we would have gotten a little bit better rewards ourselves, but you know, yeah. I'll, I'll I'll take it. Um. Because then they send it to people who really don't deserve any rewards, and you know they're like, "We would have gotten all max rewards," and CG's like, "No, right. you wouldn't." But here's yeah. here, here you go. <laughs> um, yeah, no, this is one thing that let it be bugged, and they just give us free rewards, and I won't complain. <laughs> that's that's right. Uh, yeah. Well, so so on the rewards front. All right, so they didn't announce Gear 10 or Relic 10. And I'm not saying that it's coming. It it seems like this would be the release for Relic 10 if it was going to be here. Uh, Do you think Relic 10 is coming? No. Okay. People are not interacting with Relic 9. Like, if they're going to release Relic 10 and get people to actually be interested in it. You know, like the the Gauntlet Guilds will say, this is fantastic, here's Relic 10, we're chugging along, right? But if you look outside probably the top 500 people, nobody's applying R9s. I mean, you're right. I I mean, I we were were laughing at at my stream last, last night where... I faced the what thirty second biggest uh, account in the game, and yeah. he he had forty two relic nines. Um, yeah, and I had I think I had like sixteen, and I'm like I feel like I have a lot of relic nines. Yeah, compared to most people, and and yeah, it's just just not much, like it's not much compared to him. But at the on the other hand, like he's put a concerted effort into getting as many relic nines as possible, and he still only has forty two. You know, he says he has in the forties. So yeah. I, I don't know. I, I I think that there's something valid to that. I think people do need a way to get Relic 9 and make it relevant to them. Like Relic 10, I, I guess the only reason I think Relic 10 is imminent, or at least could be, uh, it like is they want to give the spenders something to do. I, that's fair. I don't think any of the spenders are saying, I need a different way to spend more money. <laughs> Uh, and I I say that kind of facetiously, but also, uh, I mean, I you look at the the account for sale uh, Discord server, and it's all the big spenders leaving. <laughs> uh, you know, I I do like 
we were talking to one of the guilds that I, I won't say the name of that is the big spenders and they're having trouble finding recruits for the guild um mm -hmm. i i don't think i don't think now is the time to push them even further um especially when you're going to also push away the guy that's nine and a half million and it's like r10 i can't even I can't even apply R9 to half my roster, or not half, 98% of my roster. How am I going to do R10 now? I, right. I don't, I mean, I agree with you in that timing-wise, when you look at the jump from R7 to R8 to R9, we're overdue for R10. I just think they made R9 so difficult that nobody's interacting with it. You know, everybody's going out, they're getting like their four or five GLs there eventually. And then they're kind of like, I can't afford to do more than this. Not and keep up with everything else. Well, I'm, and you're right. Like my, my alternate account just mostly pretends that Relic 8 doesn't exist, much less Relic 9. <laughs> like, right. Yeah, absolutely. It's felt super strange putting a couple Relic 8s on lately, trying to get my Java team all beefed up, because I'm like, this is uncharted territory. Like, I don't... Yeah. I don't ever spend these impulse detectors. This isn't a, this isn't a thing. Like, well, we were all comparing stacks of, of it in one of our, one of our mutual chats, um, where it, like, some people have... Like, my main account has almost no Relic 8 materials. You know, well, the things you get Well, hold on. Just just to be clear, that was the arrow magnifiers, not the impulse detectors. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah, yeah. You know, so so yeah. No one, no one has impulse detectors to spare. Um, yeah. But but yeah, the arrow magnifiers, like uh, like I have almost no arrow magnifiers on my main account because I actually spend to get relic eight. You know, I spend money. Um, as opposed to my alternate account, who has a pile of what was it like seven hundred something arrow yeah. magnifiers, and it's like. Yeah, I can apply those forever. Like they don't, I don't use them. They they don't really exist on my account, and, and therefore impulse detector shortages or scarcity doesn't impact me either. So like, why? Not not to mention like relic nine. Like what even is that? Uh, yeah, you know? like I had to get it for Adrad. I was like, wow, I'm saving for like half a month just to get one relic nine yeah. character. Um. Yeah, it, it's 100% impulse detectors on my main account. That's like 11.2 something million um, impulse detectors. I don't have more R9s strictly because of impulse detectors. Because they're needed. Here's the problem. If CG had only made them needed from R7 to R8, because that's what they were originally were, and then didn't require impulse detectors from R8 to R9. So you say you only needed 20 per character. I would have about 10 more R9s um, easily, easily, without, without even thinking about it. But needing 40 impulse detectors per character just limits you so hard because you need to farm so many of them um, that I just, it's not... The jump from R8 to R9 is not worth it to me to take two weeks to farm one of them and fall behind on ev literally everything else. Right. Uh, oh, yeah. It's um, 
like the Relic Nine, I, I've been wanting to put Relic Nine on Royal Guard lately, and uh, like just just because everyone I face has Relic Nine Royal Guard, and they're they're so obnoxious to kill, and uh, I just yeah, it's a it's a tough sell for, for me. Like I I just <laughs> I, yeah what yeah but, well, right. the, the funny the funny <laughs> thing is. The funny thing is Relic 9 doesn't even really move, like it doesn't really move the needle that much anyways. Like, there's a few yeah. characters that I like Relic 9 on that that really, you know, like Jedi Master Luke, The ob like it, yeah. it's such an obvious shift. You needed Relic 9 for Adrad. And then everything else is, you know, like the Galactic Legends get a, a decent amount out of it. Um, yeah. You know, like Maul gets to double dip because he gets he gets health and that adds to his damage and he gets damage. But you know, General Skywalker likes the armor and the protection. You know, there, there's a few of them, but for the most part, like you're just as happy with Relic Eight as Relic Nine. I mean, I didn't. Most people didn't even apply Relic Nine to Jedi Master Kenobi. Literally, the meta team. Um, I know, <laughs> and most people aren't even oh. applying Relic Nine to him. No, he's the one Galactic Legend. I don't have it nine. Yeah, same. And I, I have no when when Relic Ten comes and helps attackers, that is the first time I will think about Relic Nine on Kenobi right. to get, then get him to ten. Uh, until then, though, like, what reason? What reason do I have for it? Uh, so I mean, I think you are right in the sense that like maybe Relic Ten just isn't coming. Um. Like I, I'm just curious what they're gonna give the whales to spend on, you know, like because they need that consistent thing to be able to buy. Like Relic Nine is a thing that I mean, I I have 16 characters with Relic Nine, and I would love another 16 with Relic Nine if I had the money, or you know, like the I, I doubt yeah. I'd spend the money on it. But uh, like, if if people want to consistently spend money, like that's something they're like, oh hey, like the the weekly store refreshed. Hey, this these things, you know, like uh, these packs that I buy every month, you know, they consistently buy them to advance their account. A at some point, they're just gonna like stop though, and that that seems like a bad thing for C for CG. Yeah, yeah. Um, I think the problem is they're just gonna stop though. No matter what, uh, I don't, and I don't know when that time is. The the, but they're going to. Also, I do wonder, man, the all the all the whales I talked to are, are just as like burnt out from conquest. The, the literally the greatest thing CG did, and we haven't talked about it yet, was just completely forget to change the Datacron sets in the weekly store. And all <laughs> yeah. the big whales were like, cool, because CG put it all into the um, the Conquest store, which refreshes. And there's so many people I talk to that are like, this means I don't have to grind Conquest because you can refresh the store. And every time the store refreshes, all the, the things are there. And I think it actually, at the end of the day, will come out where they've spent more than if they were buying packs, but to get like the same result. Mm -hmm. But it means that they they don't have to grind conquest. And they, CG gave them a month where they paid to only get red crate and conquest, and then be done. 
Like th- this is this is CG's stupidity that actually was really beneficial to players in terms of the burnout and the whales specifically because they hit conquest harder than anyone else. I know some of them that were hitting like the two hundreds for refreshes in conquest and mm-hmm. man, CG messed up and it led to whales spending more money and even more money than they have in the past. And it also led to their mental well being. Like, good job, CG, on this mess up. But you're fixing it with the next update. So I right. guess not not good job. <laughs> right. Ungood job, CG. Yeah, it's um. So yeah, let let me ask you about that because I've heard a couple of different opinions on this. So, like I said, they they forgot to add set eight to the weekly store. They said their fix to it was they added it to the conquest store, and on Thursday, in theory, when the weekly store updates, it's going to have set eight in it, and the conquest store will no longer have these materials in it. Um. I've seen some people say that it was awful that these conquests or these data crime materials were in the conquest store because they're like, look at these people. They already have all of their crimes before conquest even started. Uh, What is your opinion on the conquest store having it instead of the weekly store? People want to get mad about things, man. I I, (laughs) I just like, like what, why, why get mad? Like, Spenders are going to spend and like put yourself in a position where you're going to fight them or not. Like to me, I, I it's just like this, the biggest non-factor ever. Like I, I don't, I don't care at all. Like, yeah, I, I truly like give people more options. I like them giving us more options. And uh, I mean, if honestly, like that's a little bit similar to giving us a SIM button. It's not the same, but it's similar in the sense that, you don't have to grind those stupid nodes if you don't want to. Like you can just spend cash on it, you know, if you really want to. So to me, I I think I think it's great. I think it's wonderful. These guys are people who are going to be spending anyways. Yeah. And if you're annoyed that they already have nine level nines or so or whatever, like I don't know what to tell you. Like you're gonna be annoyed at everything that they do. So I don't care, I guess. Yeah. Well, that's That's basically exactly how I feel. So the only difference between those big spenders um, and, you know, in the old way and then this way is they got them about six days earlier because they were going to have those at the start of GAC no matter what, because the pack was going to come out and they were going to have them. So the only difference is during the TB week, they get them. Right, like, and datacrons aren't gonna mess with you during territory battle week. Like it, it right. doesn't give anyone any kind of unfair advantage. Like, it, I would maybe be annoyed if they released it like right before week three of the final GAC sure. yep. week. Like that, then I'm like, okay, well, now you're giving them a crazy advantage uh, over, right? You know, like to me that that's where the line would be drawn. But otherwise. Let them spend their money when they want to and how they want to. If they're still going to get like the the end, the result is going to be that they have a whole entire ass load of level nine datacrons. <laughs> yeah, and, and you're not going to be able to compete with them regardless of when they got them. Like so, so like right. I be annoyed. I, I'm like annoyed that they're annoyed. I need to stop. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, 
I, I mean, realistically, the end result doesn't change at all. They're, they're going to get what they're going to get. Uh, if you look at the top guys' uh, datacrons, like right now, if you look at the top guys' datacron sets, they will look exactly the same as this set looks. Like, it's not going to be any different. Um, right. So, I, I for one, wish that they would keep this stuff in the Conquest store because I have spent every single shard shop currency I've ever had uh, this past week in in that store. Um, and it has been fantastic. I've just bought every Mark II reroll material in that store. Um, and so now I don't have to I don't have to hit that sector five node for all those materials. I've just I've just spent all of my shard shop currency on it and I'm more than okay with that trade. Yeah, I, I mean, uh, yeah, the, the people spend their money on. Yeah, I, I think I think CG blundered into something that could be really good for them. Frankly, I I completely agree. Um, I think CG completely blundered into this, and I think they're going to look at the income because no matter what, CG might rush things. They don't test anything recently. They have nerfed a whole bunch of things, but you know what they do? They have somebody dead or probably three people on staff dedicated to looking at every cent that comes in and how they can maximize that profit. And I think they're going to see how much money was spent in this conquest store and be like, maybe this isn't a bad idea. Um, now, no. With that said, I, I don't know if they'll keep the uh, the shard shop currency stuff in that store, so it may all be for naught for me. But um, I think yeah. I think we, mm -hmm. I, I think we see it magically show up in the conquest store again. Yeah, uh, you know, so so people in the chat now, like some of the people are, you know, I wouldn't say they're backtracking or whatever, but you know, people in the chat are like, oh yeah, like. It's just amazing to see. It's not not like a bad thing to see the whale. Like, yeah, saying saying you hate whales. Like, I I've had moments. I'll I'll admit I've I've had moments where I'm facing a big account, like way bigger than mine, and I I like I'm just, you know, I'm I'm like the a dog trying to climb a wall, you know, like just <laughs> scrabbling on their uh, against their their yeah. front zone, and I just can't do anything because their their relics are just so crazy, and there's mods and every like. And it's just miserable. And in those moments, I'm like, ah, oh, there's freaking whales. I hate them. But I, I don't actually hate them. I just hate that hate that I have to fight them sometimes. Like, <laughs> just, just like that moment, that flash. Overall, like I, I just yeah, like how do you how do you hate someone who's gonna be who's passionate this passionate about the game and who wants to, I don't know, who's like they're the reason this game exists, kind of. <laughs> like it's not suckers of my like couple hundred a month or whatever, you know? Right. Yeah. Um, and like we said, it's going to show up there anyway. Like they're right. gonna get it's good. The end result is <laughs> TJ. Um the end result is <laughs> uh going to be the same. They just got to do it without burning themselves out by doing all the extra refreshes. Like, good job, CG. Good job on that one everybody's happy with it except for the people that will never be happy with it um right 
And now, now we'll see if they actually get the store switch right. That's <laughs> that's questionable. Uh, let's see. We, we were talking about the road ahead, and there's going to be something that people really want us to talk about that I don't care about, and that's fleet loadouts are finally here. Uh, so there's a squad tab. Now there's a fleet tab. How do you feel about fleet loadouts, Sarah? Uh, so, I mean, the thing I said in my last, uh, in, in the plan, like, I'm actually kind of just mad about, like, it, it, it makes no sense to me. Like, I, I've wanted fleet loadouts forever. And ironically, this is the only place I would use loadouts. I don't use loadouts, like squad loadouts, except to make, I mean, I make videos with them. So that, that is extremely helpful. I, I, I won't lie. But, um, <laughs> uh, like, I don't use them to play the game, really. I, it, you know, maybe for Territory yeah. Wars, I use them to... You know, it, it's nice to have some preloaded stuff to be able to, but but fleets, I always forget the comps that I use because I just don't care as much. So my memory is just like, isn't like as attuned. And so I'm like, I think I used Empire here. Like was Shuttle a starter? I, I don't know. I don't remember. <laughs> so I, I am absolutely going to use the hell out of that. I'm just like, I'm just going to label it real clearly. Like, you know, to kill yeah. negotiator or whatever, you know, like I, I'm going to, I I like it, but at the same time, I'm like angry because so it, it's like they were like, guys, it's not really possible, not really, you know. <laughs> and and then they it's like, all right, well, I can accept it's it's not possible. Let's just move on. And then they're like, hey guys, look guess what we did, <laughs> you know. I, and I'm like, I, I'm just mad. I've wanted this forever. They think of how many like. How many minutes? How many hours have I have I just spent selecting my fleet? <laughs> I didn't have to, you know, like that's it, just been like flushed down the toilet when they could have just done it four years ago. So, I don't know. I, I just, even though it's a feature I've wanted and I'm happy that it's coming, I'm just like can't let go of like this bitterness. It's, it's very strange. What about you? Um, I will never use them. That's that. <laughs> uh... I'll, I'll make Why it. Why not? Because I don't... I I know all the fleets. Um, and I'm going to... I wrote them all down. Like, it's, it's not going to change that much in my life. My defense fleets don't change. And, like, picking the Profundity fleet isn't exactly hard. You just go to Rebels. Picking the Empire fleet, you just sort by Empire. Um, I mean... We've had ground loadouts for how long, and I haven't used them, so it's it's not literally nothing will change. Um, so I'm glad it's there for other people. Like I, you know, I'm not talking bad about it. I'm just I will never use it. I, never once will I use it. Yeah, I mean, fair enough. If you don't want to use it, that's. Uh... I mean, I I don't care, kind of. Yeah. You know? Well, that's yeah. that. That's the thing. Like, I'm happy it's there because I know a lot of people wanted it. So I'm I'm thrilled that they worked on it because it's what people wanted. It's just I am not going to use it. But, um, yeah. So. Yeah. Because yeah. it's going to take it's. it's then you have to keep up with the tab, like, oh, this fleet changed, and the counter is now this, and that, oh, crap, I didn't change, you know, you go into battle, 
oh crap, I didn't change the fleet loadout. Like it's easier for me to just pick the the um team right there. Fair. Uh, yeah, I mean, uh, as you will, it's not. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I like it when features are added, even when. Yeah. If if it's actually going to be used, you know, that's that's the main thing. I think is as long as they're not wasting time on a feature that won't be used, and this this will be used a lot. I think. Sure. Like I said, I'm glad it's there for the people that wanted it and are going to use it. It just personally, I will not. It's just like um, they they also added new TB tracking tools into this quality of life, which is fantastic. I'm glad they did. It's not going to impact me in any way, shape, or form. Um, so, you know, like, cool. I'm glad you did it. There will be people that get use out of it. I will not be that people. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, ooh, that was... Apparently, General Grievous is a hard hard counter to Afra. by the way, according to Conquest. Um, okay. Yeah. Uh, also, when you get to the Sector 3 mini-boss, don't try it with Java. Just take CLS and ignore the Scion of Django part portion of it. Just just so you're aware. Uh, do do Scion of Django on like a JMK team after you do the CLS team. You, you will thank me later for 20 banners. Um, or burritos or whatever you want to call them. I don't think uh, anyone for 20 burritos. <laughs> <laughs> um. All right, so we were, we were talking about the road ahead, in theory. Uh, th there's a new ship. The, the worst-kept secret in Swagat history since StarWars.com let us know what was coming. But Conquest ship is the Fury-class Interceptor. Yeah, and the Lego, is, the Lego set got it right. Yeah, driven, driven by Malgus. Um, yeah. And... The most interesting part of this release is, and this this makes me so happy, they announced that a new cap ship is coming. It's going to be a Sith fleet, and it is not the Ravager. It is the Leviathan. And that makes me so damn happy. Um, so <laughs> yeah. damn happy. Because, because of that stupid rumor or leak that came out, and the guy literally said, yeah, I just completely made up that, that Ravager portion. And everybody's like the tinfoil hat came out with everybody. And they're like, he just said that so he didn't get in trouble. Like right. obviously the Ravager's coming. Obviously the Ravager's coming. Obviously, right. I am so, so damn happy that it's not the Ravager. You know what? <laughs> I was actually when I saw that too, I was just like, I'm I'm so tired of eating people's crap of of just like you're so stupid, Zara. Like you you clearly you're wrong. Like I've had so many yeah. angry comments in the comments of just like, no, it, it's coming. They decided it was coming. <laughs> I'm just like Right. Like I wish you would be I wish you would stop coming to this <laughs> channel and commenting. I, I mean not really, but I just I like it get it gets so frustrating, man. Um yeah, like I, I was so happy too. I was like, "Oh, a Sith ship that isn't the one that everyone told me I was stupid for <laughs> for being skeptical about." Like, why are you skeptical, yeah. Zareth? It's coming, obviously. Like, what? Why do you have to use? Why do you have to just like 
be so boring and like try to question and i'm like because I, I question everything <laughs> that like like literally all the things that i hear i question up to some degree you know like uh, and if it doesn't make sense then why should i just jump in and I, i'm yeah it made me very happy because be, because of the people who were bludgeoning me for that like again why do you have to state something so strongly like, why does it have to be like that? I'm an idiot for not trusting it. Like, just, you know, I don't believe it. Then you can be okay with that and move along. Like, I'm okay that you believe something stupid. You know? <laughs> uh, so, yeah, yeah, I, I was pretty pleased, though, for sure. <laughs> um, But anyway, so, um. The one thing that it does mean is that we have a new new large chase coming. And that's yeah. going to be for the Leviathan. It's not going to... I mean, realistically, it's not coming for three more months because we have to do Conquest. Um, but so that's, that's going to be the new uh, ship or thing to get in in probably August, which would be in line with Profundity and the Executor. Uh, if you had to bet right now, how many R9s are going to be needed for the Leviathan? I don't know. I, I actually a little bit believe that they, like the only reason they wanted to require Radis at nine was to make sure everyone had, like that they had a good release. Like that, that was their explanation was like, well, we wanted to make sure that that it started on a really good foot for everyone. Like that everyone had like the full power profundity, um, uh, you know, so that people weren't just like, ah, oh, like I, I spend all this time and effort to get the profundity and now it just sucks because it's. Because uh, we don't know how to build a kit. <laughs> well, well. <laughs> They, they didn't want him to be like, well, I underpowered my Radis and therefore he failed. Like they wanted to be like, okay, yeah. here, you have to have a strong uh, leader, but you know, strong capital ship captain. And so it, in that regard, I, I actually, I don't, I don't even know if we will for sure get a, I'm sure it'll be Relic 9 probably, like I'm guessing, but I wouldn't be too surprised if they didn't go crazy hard on the requirements like everyone's predicting. Uh I'd bet that there's at least two R9s needed. I mean, I wouldn't be surprised, frankly, but yeah. um, I also wouldn't be that surprised if it was just like Relic 8 only, frankly. Like, they, they've gone so Relic 8, or so, Re yeah, Relic 9 light on requirements so far. Um, it, it could be, like, it. I mean, they set, they literally set the precedent for Relic 9 uh, requirements, on the last fleet journey but i mean it, it's yeah we'll we'll see i, I think they could require relic nines i mean i like in chat tj's like your sith assassin's gonna enjoy being relic nine you know <laughs> well the sith assassin is 100 percent going to be a requirement um Probably. i was do i was looking at it the other day and uh they there are so few Sith assassins geared, they're one hundred percent going to be a requirement. That like there there's not a doubt in my mind that Sith assassin will be the requirement. Um, because that's 
if you look at the history of every release that CG has ever done, it's they take the character that not a lot of people have, and that becomes like the number one requirement for said uh, ship. So the Sith Assassin will will be on that list. I don't know if they're going to make Sith Assassin 9. I could see Sith Assassin 7, though. Yeah, absolutely. Um, you know, people ask me, like, what what do you do to prepare for this? And I'm like, first off, go like so. So me and Sarah, we we're doing the roster roast every week, you know, yeah. for um, create expectations and like the number one shit. Like so, so surprise, like just can't get over this. Like one of the most common things is that people don't uh, farm their pilot, their crewless ships. Right. I, 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 yeah. I'm like, I will never understand that. Like that, that makes, especially when they have like a, like a relic eight Kenobi, you know, like the seven star negotiator and they don't, they don't have the Y wing, like doesn't make sense to me, but okay. So moving past that, the other most common thing, and this is much more understandable and excusable is people have a three star uh, Sith assassin ship or Sith fighter, I guess is what it's called. And I, I get it. Like it's not it's not required for anything. You don't need it for anything. It's not really that helpful. Like yes, there's been niche uses for it here and there for a while, but like that's the, one of the last ships I would advise someone to farm. Yeah, uh, but I, I would advise people to right now farm that and however you can without breaking the bank, also farm Sith Assassin right now. Like those those two things, it's going to save you a lot of mental. I don't know, a bunch of headaches. And if you, if I'm wrong, if we don't, if it does it end up being a requirement, like it might still be really good with the fleet, anyways. Uh so I I have used that Sith Assassin ship for those niche requirements, uh, like you mentioned, and it's it needs a rework. It either needs a rework or something in the Leviathan kit needs to say these ships have double the health and protection. Because right. my God, it is a glass cannon without the cannon. It is it is literally just glass. That's that's what the Sith Assassin <laughs> ship is. I mean, you could probably <laughs> just get away with removing the first two letters of glass. <laughs> that's, yes, that's true. Yes, absolutely. Um it's not a good ship. Like it it just it is not. Uh it served its purpose on the Sith Blitz fleet. And you prayed that it somehow stayed alive, and it never did. Um, but it was not a good ship. No, I mean it's never been great. And you're right; like that, that's a great way of saying it. Like it's it's just glass because it doesn't have doesn't have the cannon. And um, but I mean, we also uh, like before Mon Mothma came out, we would have also voted for Pow's Zeta to be like top ten never used zetas ever you know like they could easily like like you said like they could give if if the leviathan has something specific that uh, like just uh, it could turn polish it i have no doubt that there's something that could turn polish that ship you know i could just give it that that ship an extra ability for that matter all right we'll, we'll right. see i yeah if, if they if they do a small rework for it I it'll I'm sure it'll be fantastic, but as it is now, there's there's not much that you can do to save it. <laughs> like it, there's just not much that you can do to save it. 
Uh, yeah, the the options are limited. Um, right. But yeah, like, like TJ says, like maybe maybe the well, I don't know if TJ would go this far, but um, maybe the issue is people don't have Relic Nine on Sith Assassin. Maybe that's what's holding the ship back. It might have been great this whole time. No one's had the balls to to upgrade it to Relic you, Nine. You heard it here, folks. Zareth is going to test Relic Nine SAS for us. Hmm. <laughs> I mean. Well. The public heard it, Zareth. The public heard it. Public <laughs> is collectively deaf or dumb or something. <laughs> <laughs> the, the, the public is bad at drawing conclusions from things people say. <laughs> Let's say that. Uh, uh, it's it's fine. I mean, yeah, I, I actually recently got the Assassin to Relic 5 because I, I, was, I was in a point where I was like using every single Sith and I'm like, you know what? I could really, I'd really like to not have to use Dooku sometimes. Um so so I, I got Sith Assassin up to Relic 5, and then I haven't really used her that much, but she's uh she has her uses a little bit, kind of. Um, in the like super duper end game. But overall, yeah, I, I wouldn't recommend putting a ton of relics on her yet. Maybe saving some relics, but uh, we should get the requirements. I don't know. Not not maybe not this month or you know, like we'll we'll get them. I feel like they gave us the requirements for for the executor or the the profundity fairly early on didn't they it was it was six weeks no it was four weeks beforehand it was four weeks it was the last week of july and we got we got it profundity in august yeah i mean i i wouldn't mind i like a month's month's warning is fine i think yeah oh yeah i i had the only problem with the profundity announcement was that it also came with java so it was a month's warning for profundity while you were also getting the requirements for java at the same time nice but in and of itself a month's um warning is is more more than enough for characters that you have at seven star (laughs) um if if you're still farming sass, well then a month's time isn't isn't gonna be good for you. Right. Yeah. Start now, guys. Um it's, yeah. it's worth it, in my opinion. Yeah, I mean well, I mean we we would say that anyway, because it's worth just getting the characters um Yeah. It's worth just getting the characters to seven star because they're good every character is going to be required for something in the future. I can almost guarantee it. <laughs> that's, that's, I feel like that's a safe bet. At some point, every character will be required for something. I mean, I've, I've been saying it forever. Like my the the thing, if you want to, uh, I don't know if if you want to to win, if you want to succeed at life in this game, like st- stop trying to farm gear with uh with with your um like or with your currency or with your energy. Farm gear or farm shards with your current with your energy first, and then once you've farmed all the characters, then start farming gear. Like it, you're you're gonna have way less headaches and hangups. Like I don't know how yeah. many conversations I've had with people where they were like, "Yeah, like I I would really like to get this character, but I, I just don't, didn't farm them." Like Inquisition, just like uh, so many people were like, "No, I will not farm Inquisitors. <laughs> I will not farm." And I'm like, "Okay." But now, you, do so, you boo, yeah, yeah. Now, but now I have to listen to you whining that you don't have Grand Inquisitor or Reva or your that you got kicked out of your guild because you can't get 
Grand Inquisitor in time because like yeah. and, and yeah, I just I'm like, well, there there's a real simple solution. Like farm the characters as they come out, even though like the the everyone really likes uh, Honestly, I, th- I feel like one of the enemies to progression in this game is the fact that there are accelerated, uh, th- like the, the, they're accelerated the farms. farms. Yeah, yeah. Be- because people see that as I can't farm it until it's accelerated. And if it if it's not accelerated yet, that means it's probably cutting edge and awesome. <laughs> and and right. you need it, but you're not allowed to farm it for some reason, like just farm it anyways like just slow farm it and you'll get it eventually play it like my my alt i i spend you know i don't do any refreshes i just spend the energy to get to try five times every day if yep. you consist it you get it in a few months and then you have a character that is awesome and uh you have it way before the people who are stopping their progression just to get uh you know just to get double drops on it yeah um there was just legitimately somebody today on the Gambit server talking about how, or was it the Gambit server? It might have been. No, it was the Crate Raid server. Um, somebody was like, "Well, Jabba is not free to play friendly," because we we're talking about the requirements, you know, the special teams for the Crate Raid, and they were like, "Jabba is not free to play friendly," and everyone was like, "What do you mean?" And they're like, "Well, the." the characters aren't advanced yet. Right. But that's, that doesn't mean that he's not free to play friendly. It just means that he's not as efficient as he will be in another three months. Like that efficiency is not free to play friendly. That's the two do not equal out there. But that is how some people look at it. All right. Well, and I don't really blame people for ha- drawing that conclusion. I just I, I have these conversations with people a lot, though, where where it's like, well, well who's telling you you can't get Jabba? Oh, well, right. CG, CG said because you know, like it's not an accelerated farm yet, and I'm like, well, why do you have to list? Why do you have to do like that's that? It's more like guidelines, you know? Right. But, right. Like it's just not. Yeah, but whatever. Uh, I don't need to fight over it. I guess I just um, I I do I do think that that's an enemy to progression for a lot of people though, where the like, people people just have this blind spot for oh it's not accelerated I can't have it and right. yeah you can like don't break the bank for it but but you you can have it way sooner than you think that's all right yeah yep um yeah let's see is there so that's so that was our road ahead talk. Um, we we didn't even talk about the raid really, but that's that's okay. We'll talk about the raid, man. It's just words right now until I actually get in and play with them. Um, yeah, yeah. We actually because we have a lot of podcast questions today, and also we haven't talked about. Oh, I guess we did talk about those things, but we have a lot of podcast questions, and I feel like a few of these are going to lead to a bunch of discussion as well. So how do you feel about jumping in and answering these for now? Yeah, man, let's go for it. There's a ton. There, There is. Um, all right. So first one, talking about ones that could lead to lots of talking. Uh, is there a hierarchy for mod farming? 
it seems that speed sets are among the most common and and maybe defense sets the least common. So what's what's your hierarchy for farming? Uh, let's see. So for mod farming, I the speed sets are nice. I just I don't I don't care about speed as much and like the yes you need a certain baseline of speed to be able to keep up with people uh, wherever you're at I I think uh, like the the one I find myself farming the most though is offense sets like I, I just I think that if I'm gonna farm if I'm gonna farm a set um it's probably gonna be offense or potentially I don't know the ones that people overlook a lot are like potency and defense and th those could come in really handy sometimes um especially the potency ones actually um because you want what I mean you want to be really selective with them sometimes you want you want to have potency set with potency secondary if you can so and, and speed which is pretty pretty tough to find two secondaries that you want on the same mod um yeah but but the offense man that 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 one's everyone wants offense like you could you could just throw away crit damage sets and no one would really notice kind of at this <laughs> point yeah. some, some people would notice but it, it, for the most part everyone wants offense no one wants crit damage what about you um i farm <clears throat> i split my farm between speed and offense with an off day on defense sets we don't need to farm health sets because we get health mods for literally every event in this game for some reason they can't give out different mods uh defense sets are really really damn useful uh i think a lot of people ignore the effect that defense has and anyone that's fought fives with 82 to 84 percent defense will will know what a defense set does Defense primaries I don't like. I was actually just looking today, and I have a whole bunch of defense primaries with decent speed on the bench, and I'm like, yeah, but protection, he wants protection. Um, but defense sets, I will gladly take all of them. Yeah, I, I like defense a lot, man. I like People ask me why I have uh, a defense, like one of my sets on Asajj. Uh, maybe I just replaced it recently, but for a long time, it, I had a defense set on her. And like, granted, she she probably could use other ones just fine as well. But I'm like, I, I mean, it, it matched and I needed the other secondary stats <laughs> and the primary stats. And like defense goes on anyone. Like, yeah, I so I have a defense subset on my Jedi Knight Luke. I've had it since the day I unlocked Jedi Knight Luke, and I don't think I will ever change it. It is fantastic set, especially on him when he was countering Supreme Leader Kylo, and you can just add ten percent more defense to your Luke. It was, I found it so useful. Nice. Um. Yeah, it's useful. Yeah. So the next question here is it's a related question in that. Are there times when you're you'd be prepared to not equip a complete set in order to use a mod with a really good stat, or is that unwise? Um, hold on, I need, I need to see that again. Let's see. Basically, would you place oh, yeah. a mix matched set? Absolutely. Yeah the yeah. the set bonus is nice, but man, don't get don't let it get in the way of you having the stats that right. you need from your primaries, uh, like the stuff. 
and the secondaries that you need. Like, yeah, that, that happens all the time for me. Like, yes, it's nice to have like that extra like 15% potency or whatever, but right. Unless you're using a character who absolutely relies on every single ounce of potency that they can get, like it it's not gonna be nearly as important as getting an extra like 10 speed on that character if it, you need the right speed, a starting speed or whatever. So Yeah. I mean that's that that's an easy answer of just yeah, um, I mix sets all the time because what it, are you going to put six less speed and, you know, a bad secondary on just to get 10% health when you're losing 6% offense with the secondary and the speed? Like, yeah, you you set a um, a stat goal that you want on the character and who the hell cares? what sets you use as long as you hit your stack goal right yeah yeah i agree um yeah you you need to need to need to make that goal make mission and go fishing yeah um whatever that means so uh yeah well people people do comment on that for me sometimes like why why don't why don't you have nice neat even perfect mods you know <laughs> i'm like because that doesn't really matter that much right because perfect mods don't get you anything um right i mean i guess they probably would get me something because people actually like because uh, you know i'm making content people are gonna look at my mods more fair. yeah and stuff but at the same time like i think i even put out a video that said like your mods don't need to be perfect like Sure, yeah, you sure you you want that extra stat if you can make it happen, make it happen, but don't, don't let that get in the way of getting your character to be as effective as they need to be. Right. Um All right, let's see. <laughs> there are a couple questions about this, and so I guess I should probably address it. Um your podcast is the first place I heard rumors of a possible new guild PVP mode. Um have you heard whispers from reliable sources or is this more of just a hope based on some logical reasoning? The answer is a little bit of both in that somebody said something that they weren't supposed to say and then deleted the message shortly thereafter. And it also makes logical sense. I can't say who, I won't say what, but somebody said something that they shouldn't have said. And here we are. Um, here we are. Yeah, that's that's the answer to that. We actually had two questions about that this week. Um, so that's that's the answer. And also, I should preface this with just because they're working on something doesn't mean it comes out. We've actually seen that a couple times. I mean, Hondo was, was in the game for five years before he was released. So just because they're working on something doesn't mean it's coming out as well. But on the logical reasoning portion of it, if you look at it, um, Guild PvP is literally the next thing to be worked on because it went GAC, then it went TB, then it went Raids. Literally the next thing, the only thing left to work on is Guild PvP. So logically it makes sense as well. Yeah. Yeah, mostly makes sense. 
Yeah. Um, um, yeah. I, I hope. I hope. We, I hope it works out that way. I, I would really. Oh, like. it needs to. Um, and I hope whatever it is addresses matchmaking and sandbagging and takes away the stupid pity win. Um, because the pity win is a we've talked about it before. The pity win is a screw you to every guild that is the pity. <laughs> That's oh, uh, congrats on being an average guild. You're gonna get F this this TW. I know everyone's like, how did you sandbag this much? I'm like, we didn't really even sandbag yeah. this time. Like we just uh you're you're just our pair down. They're like, oh, that they're they're the Gamorian to our Rancor. Like, right. <laughs> like hapless, no no hope. Just uh just accept, you know? Yeah. Um all right. Next question. For the new conquest ship, we will also need the marquee ships in order to unlock Leviathan and make it a meta fleet. But since those marquees will be required at seven stars, is it really worth it, in your opinion, to grind the heck out of this conquest in order to unlock in three months, knowing it will be at least six months before I can unlock Leviathan? Uh, I mean, I think that it's worth getting Red Crate almost regardless. But Yeah, I mean, I will say that if you are feeling burnt out, and you know that you don't need to get red crate because it's going to be some time before you can will ever use the fury class interceptor. I don't think it would be a bad thing to unlock it after four conquests. Oh, that's fine. Or or five, I mean, for that matter. Like as long as you unlock it for when you're going to be ready for the Leviathan, you're not hurting yourself by or you're how, how should I phrase it? You're yeah, you're not hurting yourself if you're unlocking the Fury Class Interceptor before you can even use it. Like that's you know, it's not gonna do any any harm to slow down the farm a little bit. No, I mean I, I think I guess my reaction was more like, well, like getting red crate is pretty important anyways, like, or at least getting like the step before it if you can get the Omicrons and everything. Um of course, I guess it's a little bit different too if you don't if you're not getting the conquest pass. I just uh yeah, it if you wanna if you wanna unlock an extra like a month later, that's or you know, two months later even, if you can't get Malgus in time. Yeah, that's uh Yeah. Then then very clearly you're not gonna get Leviathan. So yeah, just uh right. just chill out, I guess. It's all good. Well, mm -hmm. oh, so you also actually brought up um good point that we didn't talk about in that they changed the conquest pass reward track and i for the most part i think they changed it for the better yeah it seems it seems better actually um uh, yeah because i mean that literally you do one battle and you get 10 10 of the ship shards 10 of the trench shards two omicrons like they they just front loaded all of those rewards, so you don't have to get red crate to get all the rewards, right? <laughs> Which I think I do think that that is much better. 
Yeah, I, I like it. I think that that's, that's better because then people who don't want to progress as far or can't progress as far or whatever will still get more rewards. Right. I thought it was really interesting that they were asking for our feedback for it, actually. Like, I, I, it just seemed strange to me a little well, bit. Well, yeah, that tells me that the $30 pack was not selling as well as they wanted it to. Um, yeah. And... To change to to help incentivize that thirty dollar pack this time, like the last time the thirty dollar pack had the the four star uh, data disc, the premonition one, you know, which is just like foresight. So why would you <laughs> like why why <laughs> your big boon for the extra twenty dollars is congrats you get foresight every once in a while? Um, they switched that to deadly momentum, which is probably the best, if not one of the best, uh, four four star data discs. So at least they learned on that on that front. Yeah, CG learned. It's a it's a tough pill to swallow sometimes <laughs> for me to to accept that that's a statement that might be true. But uh, yeah, yeah, I, they did change that. Uh, we'll see. We'll see if they say that they're going to change more stuff. I'm I'm a, so the thing that I'm the most nervous about is like if they change it to be like uh if they so let me ask you this if they add a sim button to the $30 pass will you buy the $30 pass take my money right now yeah 100% not even think about it in yeah. in the old time time value equals money chart um an extra $20 to save me probably a half hour a night over 14 nights that will easily pay for itself. Yeah. And an extra 20 bucks just for that seems, seems like to me as a spender to be very, very valuable. So I, I think I would do that. I, I wonder, I, I guess I would also wonder though, would they count that as like, Hey, we're saving you guys time. You're welcome. I mean, probably it's twisted EA logic. Right. I, They're like, we did this community such a great boost. Like, we gave them such a good boost. They, they spent 30 bucks to yeah. sim things. And what, oh, so I play um, FIFA, which is also put out by EA. And I don't play any of the online stuff. I, I literally just play the career mode, basically. And so the career mode, is it's a joke. Like, I stopped buying FIFA. Um, because all they do is they put like a new skin on it every year. And every year they're they're like, We we have this huge new announcement for career mode. We got we got sponsored by the Champions League. So all of the broadcasts in game will have the Champions League logo. And I'm it's like, wait, what? That's that's the only change you made? Yeah, yeah, yeah. We didn't we didn't fix any of the bugs in there. But <laughs> Yeah, it's dirty. <laughs> we have the Champions League now, and everyone's like, "But why should I buy it?" And then people buy it. Um, except for me, I completely stopped, and so CG follows the same exact logic as the rest of EA. Apparently, <laughs> uh, makes me sad. But yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I mean, not not too surprising, I guess. Uh, yeah, so. We can, uh, but that, that's whatever. 
So the yeah, there are. I I think I would buy it, and I. So right now, my my advice to people is if you're going to spend ten dollars in a given month, that on this game, which is understandable if you're not, then buy the conquest pass, buy the ten dollar pass. I don't think that that's a thing. I will continue. Like I might say that. I might continue to say that for the ten dollar pass. Uh, I doubt I would say it for the thirty dollar pass. That seems more. That seems much more like a luxury as opposed to just a really good deal considering the in-game economy. Yeah. The $10 Conquest Pass is a fantastic deal uh, when you yeah. look at it in compared to the in-game economy. It's it, it's well worth it. Um, compared to any other $10 you can spend in this game. It is right. marvelous. It's amazing. Yes. the the Like you said, though, the uh, $30 pass is, is less, less so worth it. Right. I, I agree. That's more just that. I mean, it's just for the few people who farm a ton of, of data crons, I guess. Yeah. Yep. Yep. Good times, man. Um, does it feel like it's a trap, but it's, it's kind of fun to use my, uh, my alt to just, uh, destroy to destroy people who don't have data crons. It's, it's entertaining <laughs> to me. That that is fun. Yeah. Yep. Um. All right. So next next question here. Um. Now that we know that the next cap ship is the Leviathan, is there any rush for Trench for those of us who didn't get him in the conquest run, or does it turn into more of a slow farm? Uh, um, yeah, I, I'm just weirded out by Trench. I, I figured his main value would be as a fleet commander. I, I just figured, like, well, right, maybe he'll be like it's just like Adrad. Like, yeah, well, we're finding uses for Adrad, but he's not he's not like central to people's plans. You know, like it's yeah. him on defense, and you're not like, oh my gosh, you gave away the only counter that team has. Like, right. But but the, the you know as a pilot obviously it's the like yeah he's very important so when when it comes to that I, I guess I just I thought that trench might have a similar role frankly and it's a little baffling to me they're like uh yeah we just released a separatist commander and this is a good opportunity for us to release new separatist ships so why don't we release some Sith ships and get us <laughs> and just like pick a random Sith to be like the fleet commander. As long as it's not nihilist, because screw the guys right. who made that that thing up. We want to we want to give Zareth a high five. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, I I would say don't make it too, too slow of a farm because farming solely from the proving grounds make you want to pull your hair out. Um, yeah, proving ground. What's the, oh gosh, that's where progression goes to die. I, I thought it was right. eleven. I, so Kate was telling me she needed eleven, uh, yeah. more more proving grounds to get to get her Malgus. And for some reason, I thought took that as it's her saying like it takes eleven total. It's apparently nineteen total runs in conquest. Oh my god! Or in in, uh, in what's proving it called? grounds? Proving yeah. grounds. Nineteen, like the nineteen months in a row, just to unlock. Uh, like that's that's crazy. Without spending crystals, like that that level of progression is. Yeah, that's the worst, man. That is just yeah awful. I feel like that's that's way too slow. Um, 
But back back to the question about Trench. Man, I am still so unimpressed with Trench for how expensive his team is. Like, in TW, I've seen him beat Array, but it took four minutes and 20 seconds, so you can't really rely on your entire guild doing that. Um, right. You know, because if it takes one person four minutes and 20 seconds, it's going to take another person five minutes and 20 seconds, which is obviously 21 seconds too long. Um, mm-hmm. So, I, I mean... I've seen him beat a C team. I've seen him beat a JML team. So it's not that he's bad. It's just I haven't seen him be consistently great. Um so I wouldn't I wouldn't put him on like the must farm list. Yeah, I it just he seems he seems like he's, his team is going to be decent. Uh, I mean, and we'll continue to see more iterations and stuff, but yeah, so far I'm just like I I just don't see the need, you know. Right. Yeah, I I see zero need at all for him. Um, but like I said, that's you know, I would still I would still go after him. Um, yeah. Well, yeah, like 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 we were saying before, like farm stuff anyways right uh yeah all right so this one for those of you that don't know the last gc um i hate my sister so much um the last gc was very cheesable by my magna guard freaking magna guard uh so in honor of that what is your favorite Swugga cheese. Just that's happened in this game over time. Um, you know, uh, you might hate me for saying this. Um, my my favorite has always been just because of the absurdity of it of uh the the tier three of the Sith raid using Anakin with Daka zombie and cg like the player base just consistently finding comps to piss cg off until they finally just threw up their hands and said fine you can keep that combo like <laughs> like I, I just like some 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 level of me just delights in that has always loved how night sisters just finally thwarted cg entirely and it's like Night Sisters plus Anakin makes no sense. Lore-wise, makes no sense. Like, it's just, you know, but it it also was a, you know, it was a valid way to get a really high score in the Sith raid, which, um, you know, a lot of people needed and stuff. So, I don't, to me, that that was that was probably my favorite cheese, frankly. I, I know that you you hated it, but I, I've always thought it so was funny. Stupid. Um, no, my favorite is by far the old Finn Zeta lead. Oh, it's I been mean, a good one, yeah. That that is legitimately the definition of cheese. In that it's like, okay, you take a turn, and then the other team doesn't ever take a turn again. Like the, the definition of cheese, right there. Yeah, I mean, it, you're you're right about that. It's kind of fun. Um. Yeah. 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 Uh all right. So 
and now and now we go from the Magnagar cheese to just just straight up fu conquest or galactic challenge. Uh, thank you, thank you, CG, for that one. <laughs> uh, all right, let's see. Oh, this ooh, this is a fun one. So I'm looking for some advice on my next TW Omicron. Since I already have Mara Juhani and the Grand Inquisitor lead done, is an R6 Dad Bod Boba leadership Omi still a worthwhile investment? Should I R5 or or should an R5 Droidica be a higher priority or perhaps something else? And for for this question, trenches two seventy out of three thirty. Uh, you can answer first. I've been answering first this whole time. Um, I would one hundred percent do Droidica over Dad Bod Boba. Like, there's do not pass go. Do not you know? Uh, collect two hundred dollars. Just skip skip over Dad Bod. Dad Bod. It's not that he is not useful. We still use him. We still use him frequently. Mm. That's not a problem. Just Droidica in this meta is much more useful than Dadbod. Um, I so here's the problem. I would 100% say Phasma, except for nobody wants to use Phasma on offense. They just stick her on defense for some reason, and hmm. so it's the Omicron's completely wasted if it's on defense. Um. Well, it's this funny thing where no one really knows how to use Phasma because uh, unlike the, the, there's so there other game modes where it's more, you know, everyone's like, hey, we can all, we can share this and no one's going to, like, it's not going to screw us over. But the guilds who are really good, like yours with Phasma, are just not sharing any of their modding or comps or tactics. And so the guilds who don't have the really good theory crafters who can't figure it out on their own are just they're, they're like well i i hear it's good i guess we'll get it and then i guess we'll just i don't know just put it on defense or just not use it you know i mean it's not that hard though it's literally just <clears throat> pass the turn to phasma turn meter up kill pass the turn to red advantage up kill um well, it, it's <laughs> like that's I, <sighs> It also requires I mean, some very specific modding as well, though. Like, and that—that's probably the bigger killer for most guilds. Are like, I, yeah, but I guarantee you, if you go and look at the any guild right now and look at their first order modding, you you would see the modding on thirty of the fifty people. Because other true. than even Phasma's modding is not absurd. Um, Oh, I'm I'm not saying I'm not saying that uh <clears throat> the secrecy of the modding. I'm saying it's just like trying to guild wide get everyone to, on the same page modding for one team like that for like a specialized team is going to be really tough. <clears throat> yeah, I mean that part's fair. It's its team is so good. Um, it's 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 so damn good. I mean, we were beating Lord Vader with it before the twenty percent crown. Um right. though not now, not now that there's the protection up is back. That's that is not going to happen for the next four months. I can tell you that right now. Uh all right. But yeah, I 
for the question, I would do Droidica over Dad Bod all day, every day. Just that team is so vicious. And now the Kron, now that they're separatist Krons, like it's going to be even stronger over the next four weeks or four months. I think, um, I think the separatist Krons are total crap for Grievous teams. I don't think there's much to be gained from them. Really? Okay. I like the droid ones way better from set seven. Yeah. Not yeah. not for the territory war droidica. Okay. Build. Um, okay. I, I'll I haven't really I haven't given that much thought, but um. Because well, let me put it to you this way: Padme could beat droidica with the droid crowns because they were all useless. Um, Padme is not going to beat the separatist crowns. Okay, well, we'll have to see how that goes. I, I, in terms of like GAC with with Grievous getting target lock, like I mean, the target lock stuff is just so strong. It's so tough to, tough to ignore. But it is, um, it is. But no, with the with this Droidica crown, it's the separatist ones are going to be much much stronger. I mean, just imagine B one hitting for a hundred percent more damage every single turn. I mean that that holds a certain level of appeal. You're right. Um, or, God forbid, the the uh, the fifty percent damage immunity. You go to kill somebody with stacks, and you don't kill them, and you stick them in damage immunity, and then they kill you. Yeah, I, you know, we'll see how the we'll see how it plays out. I mean, I'm willing to change my tune. I I just I tend to think that target lock spam. It is it just creates a monster at least in GAC I think it does but I could be wrong too um gosh in GAC last time I, I just recently had to face a grievous team with the Sordicron. Mm -hmm. it's pretty dirty yeah that is annoying um really rough but yeah anyways uh yeah so yeah we'll we'll see how that goes um yeah uh all right, the next question. This one, I, you know. Uh, any recommendations on which crate raid squad composition to farm and how high relics we should aim for the start? Um, <laughs> Jabba and high relics for that team. <laughs> right. Yeah, uh, I mean, Jabba probably goes without saying because you're going to use him no matter what. I, I mean... I, I would put Tuscans. Tuscans should be the number two because they're literally going to be used in every single game mode for the next however long. Um, and CG has told us that. So Jabba and Tuscans should be your first two. Like I wouldn't gear Jawas for this raid. I mean, I guess, I guess I reserve the right to change that opinion in what is it about two and a half weeks when we see the reward structure and stuff but if i if i only had to farm one team and i already had java it would be tuscans yeah i mean for the raid i, I it's just a really tricky thing like my, like for my alt for instance you know i i would i guess i'm i'm a little underdeveloped in certain areas just in terms of like galactic legend so i only have one tuscan relict and that that's an enormous expenditure trying to get all of my 
Tuscans up to relics. It's just a lot of, yeah. you know, and, and if I'm just farming them, like I, now, right now I'm farming Chieftain. Uh, probably Warrior becomes farmable this week. Uh, Star Farming Warrior. And I, I won't have them ready for six months, you know? Yeah. Yeah. But, uh, yeah. Yeah. I yeah. agree, though. Like, it, I guess, like, it's it's probably more tenable than putting gear on Jawas, because where else are you going to use Jawas anyways? Um, <laughs> you know what? Right. I, actually, I actually think that the next answer would be, uh, like, Galactic Republic seems, or Old Republic seems decent, but I think the bigger one was probably, like, Mandalorians, if you have Maul. Like, that. The, yeah. I'm guessing that'll be pretty good. And you'll already have a bunch of Mandalorians geared up. So, I mean... Uh, yeah. you know as the second option you're right I, like tuscans will probably yield the best results though oh uh, yeah i will and we'll see what the best raid team is like there's all sorts of theory the problem is with the old republic one like the the special abilities are the call out to dot so it's not like use jedi net revan bastila and jolie and it's like haha i cheated i have the best jedi anyway it's because they're not applying dots. So it, it definitely seems more focused on the Karth Old Republic than the Jedi Old Republic. Yeah. Oh, I mean, yeah, it'll, uh, my guess is that Karth won't won't see that the raid that much. Um, even the the people who have him at Relic Nine or whatever, if there if such an abomination exists. <laughs> um like probably we'll see weird teams like Revan lead with Jolie and Basti and like Mission and Zalbar or something. Yeah, right. I mean, I, I, maybe Juhani, I guess. Like I don't know what good she's ever done, other than her Omicron. It's really good. Yeah, it's 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 her Omicron, and that's that's it. She's not even good on the team. It's literally just the Omicron. Like here. Stick you in that corner. Don't do anything that hurts us, please. <laughs> oh, right, right. Yeah, it's just like, please, please don't die. In fact, it's good that you have your runaway move. Right. Yeah, yeah, right. Oh. Your chicken out move. She's like, I I changed my mind. I don't want to be a tank anymore. They're like, fine, you can stealth. Just shut up. <laughs> Milk was a bad choice. Uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. All right. Um, so, what's a synergy between two or more characters that you wish existed in the game, but that's not there for whatever reason, whether it's game balance, oversight by devs, etc.? Oh, man. What a, what a thing to spring on me. I'm sure I've thought of some of these before. I don't have any idea off the top of my head. I mean... The the open and obvious one that people have been begging for for years is Fulcrum with Phoenix. Yeah, I'm not convinced so, that that would be great. I I also don't agree with that anyway. Um, I've watched the Rebels episodes. I know she is with them for a a little bit, um, but she's really she was never really on the Phoenix Squadron. Um, she was a close ally or something right yeah Yeah. she was at phoenix right um yeah tj says a good one of maul and savage they're literally brothers yeah yeah that would be a good one um 
uh, w- one thing that I think just totally got missed, which would have added some more interesting comp- complexity to everything, is uh, like if they had made Afra and Kersantin have better, uh, you know, like if she gave him a pre taunt or some kind of way for him to keep his taunt, like yeah, she. She doesn't have. She has good interactions with Vader because Vader just adds to her stacks. But but she doesn't have like Cassandra may as well not exist for her. Like for for all intents and purposes, the things that she wants to counter, Cassandra doesn't help. And I I think it would be really interesting to be able to put Cassandra on her team and have have a character that you know right. a, a dark side character that you she she can actually use. So I I think that that I. You know, maybe they didn't want her to be that strong, but it just seems because she's so weak without a tank. And she's like, she has to use a light side droid tank. Like, the second she gets a dark side, a di- like a droid that is intended to go with her, like, she needs a lifter yeah. and it needs to be a dark side droid tank that, that has some kind of pre taunt. And then she's going to be really strong. Sure. Uh, all right. I though. have, I have two for you. Um, uh oh. No, and so one, now you're going to laugh at it. Everyone's going to laugh at it. But think about this in the very, very early portions of the game, you know, before we are where we are now. Farm Boy Luke and Biggs. Sure. Yeah, that would because be fun. They, they were legitimately, I don't know if we can say that they were friends in the canon, but they oh, talked they and hung out they, with each other. Um, oh, they were great friends, actually. They yeah. were like. Yeah, there's actually a deleted scene where Luke runs into Biggs, like he goes to the Tachi station and yep. runs into Biggs, and Biggs like, yeah, I'm actually in the rebellion right now. Well, see, there you go. So, yeah. uh, farm boy Luke and Biggs again. That's one that now probably would mean nothing, but back way back in the day, it would have been a fun one. Um, the second is Cody and Rex. Because how many times in the Clone Wars were they together doing stuff? Like, I I think it would be... And Cody's kind of left out in the cold right now, you know? Like, gas came, stole the 501st, and Cody's like, guys, I don't even have synergy with with my general. Um, Can I have somebody, please? (laughs) I mean, you're right. You're right about that. Um... Poor old Cody, man. He must feel like crap. Uh, yeah, I think, you know what, I, I would like to see some kind of, even if it's just, so there, there are certain synergies that I actually really like that are kind of shout outs that you're just never going to use. Like like Ahsoka has a little tiny bit of synergy with Night Sisters. The old Ahsoka lead. <laughs> right. Which, I mean, it's not practical or like, it's not like, oh my gosh, we could feel the second nice sister team now. This is amazing. Um, and, like, right. it's, it's nothing approaching that, but it is just a nod to her, the time that she spent with Asajj, you know? Yeah. Like, right. I, I thought that was cool. I, I think they could do that with like Ezra and Maul as well. That would be kind of fun. Ezra and Thrawn. Um, Ezra and, yeah, Maul and Thrawn and Sabine yeah. and all, all the all the people and stuff yeah yeah and, and mandalorian maybe who knows and <laughs> that's not for three more years for uh feloni end game um true <laughs> yeah i'm trying to think is if there's any others that pop out in my head um 
Let's see. Yeah, I mean, just as far as characters that haven't been released, TJ said one that I've long wished for is Asajj Ventress as a bounty hunter. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I've always thought that would be cool. Like, you don't have to have, like, it's, it's non-essential, but it would be pretty cool. All the same, I'd be pretty hyped for it. I would totally talk about how I wished I could wail on it. Yeah, yeah, fair. That's absolutely, I agree. I agree with you there. Yeah. Um, I wish I had the money. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Lobot and Lando would another one that's really wouldn't be a power couple, but I mean they should have a call out to each other. Let's yeah, see. that would be cool. Yeah, yeah, that's probably that's probably the list that I could think of. Um, uh, yeah, I'm sure there's tons more if we just really wanted to dig through, but yeah. Uh, any Luke or Leia? Yep, yeah, that's well. Hopefully, Galactic Legend Leia. There you go. We'll get the Luke call out. Um, and there the Luke go. call out will be CLS is not in this squad. <laughs> um, <laughs> <laughs> yep, yep. Um, in, in any squad that does not contain Jedi Luke, right? <laughs> you get all these cool bonuses. Yeah. Um. Yeah. All right. Man, I really wanted C three PO to go with Ewoks. Actually, I thought that was going to be so cool. Yeah. Like, yeah. He has he has some good synergy with them, and all all the best Ewok comps for the most at least the ones that I've seen like have C three PO in them for the most part. But right. There's just not, there's no such thing as a really good Ewok comp, unfortunately. So it's like, well, of course I'm going to put 3PO with, with the every yeah. everything killer CLS. <laughs> right. Yes. Um, yeah, but at least they gave him the call out. At least they gave it to him. They did. Well, and it's it's actually practical. It makes the Ewoks way better. It's just not. It does. They're just so bad that. Even way better is not enough. <laughs> They're so bad that way better is still awful. Um, <laughs> I just made myself sad. <laughs> um, all right. Uh, let's see. Do you think it's likely that CG will add another Sith character to the game in order to further monetize the incoming Sith meta fleet? Yeah. That was a good noise. Thank you. Thank you, Asker. <laughs> I just... Well, I don't know. Maybe. Probably not, though. I, I kind of don't think so, honestly. Like, I think... They're too busy releasing Cal Kestis requirements. And that this would get in the way of that. I could, I could be totally wrong, but... Yeah. I, I don't know. What, what do you think? Uh... Yeah, I don't. I don't think we'll get a ground, a new ground Sith character, because um, they don't usually release the ship and a character at the same time. I'm trying to think, like go back in my head, if they've done that in the past. I honestly can't think of a situation where they've done that. Yeah, we'll see. I mean, the the thing that CG's taught me is that uh, you can't learn anything about them. That's 
And where there's a will on their part, there's a way. And there's always a will to make money. Um, I don't, but I don't, I don't think that we're gonna get a new Sith character for the fleet. Yeah, I, I don't think so. Like, I think that there's, there's still plenty of pilots that you could find. Uh, so what? Here's speculation. What are the other two ships beyond, like, besides Leviathan? And then, of course, the Fury Interceptor, I, whatever it's called. I think it's going to be... Um, uh, I think Sith Empire Trooper is going to get a ship, because isn't there a call-out to a Sith Empire tank? Um, I, I which really is also that. Marauder, but I think Sith Empire Trooper is going to get uh, a ship. Um Other than that, I don't know. Yeah, so I, I I I was digging through just just to see what things like in that era would be possible. And uh one of the things there's there's like a supremacy class starfighter that yeah. seems seems pretty I mean it's it's also pretty close to what the Sith fighter would be, but um like some kind of a a fighter thing for for Sith Empire Trooper and then I mean, it's just a guess, but then, uh, like, they've gotten a lot of mileage out of shuttles, actually. I think they could easily have, like, Darth Malak on some sort of, like, a a Sith shuttle with, you know. Just, yeah. You know, or he he could be on the Sith shuttle with the Sith Empire Troop or something like that. Uh, but they, sure. they keep releasing shuttle-type things. Um, or, or, I mean, my fa- my very favorite, and I don't think it's going to happen, but I love the idea of an Ebonhawk with uh, HK and, like, Dark Basti or someone <laughs> as the as the crew, like a dark side yeah. Ebonhawk would be a lot of fun. Um, I, I said this as a joke, but it's going to be Dooku is going to get a ship so we can get a fourth ship that looks exactly the same as the others. Oh, dear Lord. I know, with a droid <laughs> pilot. Yeah, he just sits there. <laughs> Do-do-do. Um, yeah, yeah, I, I could, I mean, I could see that, but it, I don't know. I just hope that they stay in that era is what I really hope. I would, I think iconic, like as an iconic thing, it would be so fun to, like, to use a Sith fleet that doesn't have any of the new era stuff. Like, it's all old Republic stuff. That that would be super cool to me. I yeah, I would love if it doesn't require. Uh, Vader to come onto that Sith fleet. Oh dear Lord! I, yeah, I really hope that Vader isn't someone that people are like. Oh yeah, that's the best fleet. I'm like, son of a. Yeah, yeah. Just uh, to do it. And uh, yeah, I I really don't want him to because he would that would kill, that would kill, the rest of the fleets. Um, and completely steal the synergy of Tie Interceptor. Uh, yeah, I you agree. Know, you know, people are gonna try it. <laughs> you know that's coming. Uh all right. What Omicron has? Um, oh, I I I saw this one earlier, and I do like it. Uh what Omicron has most lost its luster over time? Where it started out awesome, and now it's just sitting on the bench for you. Grand Inquisitor lead. I have that one, and I hate that I have it. Cause... Well, so fun story for you. Um, now that the Grand Quizzer Cron 
is gone, you're probably going to use the Grand Inquisitor Elite a lot more often. Oh, instead of Reba? Oh, yeah. The Grand Inquisitor Elite. I forget, was it Maw that used it this hmm. past week? Somebody used it the past week and completely shut down uh, the guild they were fighting because they were expecting to fight Reva Lead and they fought Grand Inquisitor and didn't oh, clear. Um, but that I, I do think that you might see that uh, used much more often. I mean, I'm just going to say the third Dadbod Boba Omicron. Who the hell cares about protection disruption? That's not a real... I mean, that's true, but that's probably not my real answer, though. Um, yeah. You know the one I don't use ever that I wish I used more? It seems like, in theory, I should, is the First Order TIE Pilot one. I was so yeah. excited about that one, and I, I just, like, Hux wants to be with, with both uh, Supreme Leader Kylo and with uh, and with First Order TIE Pilot. And he can't be both places. And now with with uh Night Sisters being taken away from Supreme Leader Kylo in theory, like now now Kylo's like, okay, well, cool, I can still hang out with my first order friends. And Hux is like, uh, okay, well, first order type pilot's gonna be abandoned then. And Supreme yep. Leader Kylo, the selfish snob, is like, that's fine. <laughs> yeah. Uh first order type pilot's honestly the first one I thought about. Um it looked I so mean, promising, man, when it first came out. Well, he did so well. Like, in 3v3, I was killing Starkiller. And I know other people right. didn't have it as consistent, but I used it for, like, a solid the entire first month. Um, let's see. Who else? Who has lost their luster? Um, I keep wanting to demote Zam to a lower level, but at, then there's just so many good uses, like, that you still yeah. really benefit from having a 400-plus speed Bounty Hunter team, you know? Yeah, you know, I've heard people say Zam has gone down. Like, I've heard a lot of people say Zam is the answer to this question. And mm. I'm sorry, but I don't find that to be true. Like, she adds so much to a Bounty Hunter team. And when... I get that in Territory Wars, you don't need Zam, but that's because you have Dadbod Boba on the team who ramps Fennec up a stupid amount. But, like, every Fennec versus Lord Vader counter I see on .gg all has Zam, and it's not... And there's a reason for it. it people aren't adding Zam just because the fifth mat character doesn't matter. Like... Right. She was, and she was never like she was never the sexy Omicron, right? It was like Qui Gon Jinn came out right around the same time, and everyone's like, "Oh my God, Qui Gon Jinn!" And Zam was just like, "Oh yeah, and Zam too." Um, yeah, I got a ton of views on people with, when I was saying uh, Zam is a better Omicron than Qui Gon. Prove me wrong, and so many angry people. And I, I, <laughs> I strongly believe that I was correct actually like at that time i think the qui-gon has probably retained his power level just a little bit better but i still think they're both they're both pretty good like I don't yeah my yeah. problem with qui-gon is just has always just been there's not enough jedi like i'm not saying qui-gon's bad but 
if you're using Cam on Qui-Gon, you basically have to use Jedi Knight Rev and Jedi Knight Luke on JML. Or you use JML to take out trash. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I mean, ba- basically. Um, um, yeah, otherwise, I don't know. There's, there's nothing... Most of the Omicrons have actually held their value okay. It's just... Um, in in every season, that's not 3v3. I mean, my Wampa gets absolutely zero use. 3v3, I still use Wampa every time. Yeah. I, uh, you're also... I mean, same with me. I don't I don't get much use from Wampa unless someone puts, like, misreads what I'm going to do and they put, like, Iden down or something. Yeah. Yeah. Um, well, even in 3v3, I don't always get a kill with Wampa. Like, it, there's starting to be boards that that you can place that Wampa doesn't get a kill easily right. at least. Um, and you don't really need it because you have so many teams and you use so few characters. So, um, <laughs> yeah, yep, yeah. I, though I will say this though, like, so the reversal, I'm like, okay, I'm not using Wampa that much. I I do think though that it is one of the very best like early game omicrons if you if you decide you want to get wampa early and you get you farm him up um his his omicron is crazy strong early game all the way through to probably to like end game like until you get to end game it it is yeah i mean that i completely agree with yeah yeah like it, it is it has crazy value so like for us maybe like maybe we'd think about taking that omicron off but but like I don't think anyone else should unless they're end game kind of thing. Yeah, no, I I I absolutely agree. Absolutely. Um Yeah, other than that, I just I mean I do feel like dashes has kind of fallen by the wayside. Man, I use it so much. <laughs> I use well, it so I much. guess I guess the counter JML. Um yeah, that's it's so strong to kill. I mean, Jedi Master Luke is good, and then um, kill it like currently, like the Grievouses that are unkillable but without a ton of like, I, I've been able to kill Grievous consistently with that as well. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, I, I mean, it's good. Like at at least when we spend these mats, it's not like oh now it's trash, you know? Right. And that was, it was trash to begin with, like putting it on uh, Chirpa, for instance. <laughs> right. Right. I'm surprised you didn't say, um, like, Leia and Adrad. Uh, uh, well, I like the one on Adrad. You mean Akbar? Akbar. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Not Adrad. Sorry. Oh, oh yeah. So I, I would take those back in a heartbeat. I, I absolutely would. I guess I just, I, I am of the opinion that it was never that good to begin with. So, fair okay touche yep so you know like lost its luster like what luster would you say it lost like <laughs> oh i i do uh, have one that a few people were putting on that i knew of that like they did it as a speculative thing was yep. um the gamorian guard one because you don't you don't need gamorian guard with his omicron to destroy right. in in territory battles yeah yeah that's that's territory battle one um um uh, yeah, if, if you have a Jabba that can get you in, you don't need an Omicron on Gamorrean Guard to win it. You you definitely do not. Right. Uh, yeah. All right. Uh, oh, wow. All right. We are way over. 
Yeah, last one, and then we'll call it a day. Uh, do you think a simple hotfix can fix all the bugs CG has created this week alone, or are they going to need an entire title update? <laughs> okay, hyperbole. I'll move on from that one. <laughs> uh, well, it is, and we didn't really talk... Well, I guess we did talk about some of the bugs, but I do think the... Um, the conquest bugs are just going to stay the conquest bugs until the next conquest when they get fixed. Yeah. Uh, God. Uh, yeah. All right. So that's that's um, that's all the podcast questions we got through. Oof. All right. Ask more guys. We have the roundtable coming up in a few days here. Yeah. Which the round- you, you won't yeah. be here for it. I, I will not be. I will be hopefully drunk at an open bar. Um, that's wedding weekend. Somebody else's wedding weekend, to be clear. Um, this is the way. It, it, yes. Uh, yeah. So ask ask more podcast questions for the roundtable crew. Uh, all right. Real quick, since we are really over tonight. Um, oh. how how'd you do this week? Uh, I went two and one, and it was uh pretty good, pretty good. Total pretty, totality of matches. Pretty, pretty, pretty good. Yep, I would say that describes it nicely. Yeah, it was good. I went six and three for the total. And I, I started this season in the top 50, ended it uh, even uh, better with it, like even deeper within the top 50. So, uh, yeah, I mean, th- there's a lot of pain a lot of times, but I feel like I faced nine really good opponents. And to be able to get six wins against that many really good opponents is, uh, you know, it, it makes me happy. Um, so I can brag the way TJ was bragging this morning on, on Heinz's <laughs> stream about how his week this how his week went this week. So, um, which I mean, he did beat Arnold and and a few other really good players. So, can't really steal from him. How about you, Solo? How did you do this week? Uh, I went two and one. I, I was I was going to go one and two, and then uh, my opponent on Sunday night left the door open for me and so I I, I was just going to intentionally throw it. I didn't do fleets at all. And he went into fleets up by 14 and I was like, oh good, I really don't have to do fleets. And then he dropped 11 on my triple attacker and he left cheese fleets. And I was like, do I just do I just steal this win? And I did. I did. Uh so I, I went two and one. Poor guy, man. Yeah, it's from my guild. So <laughs> I was like, <laughs> oh, I, I don't know. It's not like I would expect uh I would expect someone from my guild to do like super well against you in general. Like if you just pick a random person, not not a slight against right. that particular person, just um yeah. I, I was just like a tiny bit sad. I was like, oh, oh well. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever. Uh, yeah, get, get used to failure. um yeah uh yeah and i won by one i won by one that was the best part um i almost i could have won by more like the last fleet i knew the score and so i just brought in an extra ship just as a safety net um normally because i did what what fleet was it it was prof- oh, it was profundity against malevolence was my last ship fleet, and I only needed a 
ironically, I needed a 69 to get the win. So I brought in a third ship, just like, God, if things go bad and I lose with profundity against malevolence, I'll be so pissed. And then, and then I got what I needed. Um, yeah. Nice. Well, uh, good, good win. Yeah. Uh, all right. Though, and I also, I, the other reason I attacked is because since I have this wedding this weekend, I probably won't attack in GA. Oh, wait, no, there's no GAC this week. Ignore me. That was stupid. It's, it's 1 a.m. I'm allowed. Um, all right. Never mind. Consider never your, mind. Consider yourself ignored. Yes. That's, that's like a normal podcast then. Everyone. <laughs> it's, uh, all right. Yeah. Why don't we why don't we set up a raid? We'll call it a day on the podcast. Uh thank you for everyone that joined us tonight. And um yeah, thank you to Chippy, thank you to Leebone, both for gift subs. And that well yeah. everyone else will catch you on the round table Friday night. I will catch you for the next podcast next Monday. Yeah, guys, don't be dicks. And remember that evil sucks. <laughs>